The Cat and Cloud Coffee Podcast is sponsored by Steeped Coffee. Steeped Coffee is a new brewing method that combines specialty craft coffee into a single serving bag. You don't need a machine. You don't have to make a mess. All you have to do is add hot water wherever you go. Each steep pack is individually sealed. It's nitrogen flush, so it stays fresh. And it's got this special full immersion filter. And the filter is ultrasonic sealed, which means it's sealed together with no glue or no staples. So there's no weird stuff floating around your coffee. Steeped is a benefit B Corp. They ethically source all their coffee. Their packaging is fully compostable and they believe that business should be done without compromise. You can get your hands on Steeped coffee packs at steepedcoffee.com. That's S-T-E-E-P-E-D coffee.com. Asking your local retail stores to start carrying Steeped or having your favorite roastery reach out and kind of get in touch. If you're in Santa Cruz, come on by any of the Cat and Cloud locations. We have it there for you. Basically, they're just doing their best to change the coffee industry, make your life more convenient with their pre-portioned, pre-ground innovation. So tell all your friends. Now for Pitch Perfect 6, it's three dudes. It's a mashup. Around the table. Cat and Club Coffee Podcast. What's up, everyone? We are in, where are we? San Luis Obispo Avala slash Beach. Avala Beach slash Pismo Beach. Pismo Beach. Find us at me. We're on the central coast somewhere doing our leadership owners retreat ever offsite retreat. Maybe the first ever, but maybe not because as we were just talking about before we opened, we went to Guatemala together Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and had this same podcast with cigars (laughs) and and a little bit of and whiskey. No, no, it was rum. Cognac in Antigua. Cognac. It was all (laughs) finest cognac. That was right. Dude, these mics are fucking hot right now. I'm about to turn oh, this man. all down. Hansel, you're so hot right now. Guys, so hot. Did you guys happening? just change the cordage? Here? Everything's going down. Did we just up our AV game at Cat and Cloud? I think we maybe did. We got the Dance pad on. Negative 20. Negative 20. Um, so we're here. What are we doing here, Chair? Well, we're planning our focuses for 2019. Is actually what we're doing, folks. Yeah. For all three departments to... And... I guess, company-wide. So we did like a comprehensive, what are all three of us going to work on together? And then we did a little bit of specific alignment on where we would like to focus our time, energy, and cashola. Yeah. Cause via, we, uh, yeah, our yeah, departments. Yeah, just because, I mean, there's so many things as an owner, you can get pulled in so many different directions. And there's so many things that you want to tackle. We even like threw out things that we wanted to tackle. And then as you like dig into them, we're like, yeah, we just don't have the not time. Not yet. Maybe yeah. not. Yeah, so it's. I think focus is like the biggest thing you can do when you're looking at like the year ahead is try not to take on too much mm-hmm. and figure out what your really important focuses are. Yeah, it's that power of no thing. Saying yeah. no is like the coolest thing ever. I think overall, we only put together one big overarching company goal aside from opening our two new cafes, correct? No, there are two, right? Well, t- let's talk about them. <laughs> So <laughs> apparently we're not doing our job we're right. recapping right now. Well, okay, let's set the stage. But this might so be, yeah, yeah. You mentioned opening two new cafes. So we got two new cafes coming. They've been coming for a while. Yep. Yeah. We've had some construction snafus, none of which have to do with us. And it's that all, never happens to anyone, right? Yeah, we're yeah, the first you guys have ever heard of a cafe being delayed. Yeah. Pretty pretty standard. But 
I think it's important not to glaze over that because that's a really big fucking deal. Yeah, it's huge. We, we kind of talk about it really casually. Like, what are we going to do besides open two cafes yeah, in one right. year? And yeah. we're just like, yeah, whatever. It's fine. And we're planning for that. And the leadership team is building towards that. And there's mm-hmm. no doubt that it's going to be successful. But it's still going to be a lot of work. And it's a really big job. For sure. And it's really important for the company. Yeah, yeah. we've just talked about it for a few months now. So it's not new news. So, yeah, it is easy to glaze over. You're totally right. Yeah. But it's. Uh, it's the pinnacle of what we're about to do. Yeah, and I feel like one of the things we talked about was getting all of that kind of training, you know, kind of that leadership training, you know, for each of the positions in the cafe up through team leader, kind of standardized and mm-hmm. locked in and to start working on it, mm-hmm. implementing it. Totally. Right? So that was one of the ones I was... Got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. That, that, is, that is company-wide, I guess. Mm-hmm. We are going to contribute. As I'm listening to this now, I'm realizing that there's potential for this podcast to come out before we've even talked to some of our team (laughs) about this. Well, none of that stuff we talked about yet is new news. So that's true. That's good news. We can always always shelve this. We can shelve or ask for forgiveness later and be like, welcome. (laughs) I like like the. You're keyed in. Here we go. Like the best Doing owners ever. So the good. world knew before you. Shoot first. Ask well, for forgiveness At later. the same time, I don't think any... I mean, I guess Carol can edit, can't she? Carol can edit it. <laughs> yeah, we say that every time, but no... Carol, can you edit the whole podcast? No Cat and Cloud Coffee podcast has ever been edited. No, not true. I've edited a couple myself. We've edited some stuff. Have you? We have. Right. We've the last one was actually edited. Was it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're actually... They're strategically edited. All right. Which, shout out to Carol, because one of her new things is to listen to the podcast in its entirety and try to pull like some of the themes from the podcast and work those into the title and listen for things that might need to be edited out or listen for times when we say we're going to put a link to that or mention a book or two and and to go find Mm. those books too. (laughs) Even if we don't say (laughs) that there's going to be like a link, like we mentioned the coaching habit in the last one and there's a link to the coaching habit. We didn't say it was going to be there, but like pulling those things out of the podcast because a lot of times when I was doing that and I would just upload it just to get it done. And then I was sending her show notes and I would miss stuff. Because the perception that I have of the podcast after just recording it wasn't really accurate to what it mm. was. And then I'll listen yeah. back to it later. I'm like, oh, we talked about like a million things and none of these things are referenced anywhere. Right. Yeah. So we're moving forward to do a better job on that. And there's some big old fucking assholes staying <laughs> in the hotel above us. <laughs> That's actually <laughs> true. Just out of hand. You get the broom like, out and start yeah. hitting just the ceiling. Like out of control. We're like, dude. I had a video of that show. <laughs> that was the best acting I've ever seen. That would be funny. Okay, maybe we can go in this direction. Maybe instead of talking about what those things are specifically that Mm -hmm, we're going to break off next mm -hmm. year, besides the cafes, which everybody already knows about, we can talk about why it's important to take the time to plan what you're going to do and talk about how communication's been working for the three of us Mm -hmm. and how that trickles trickles down so we can we ye can, old trickle down ye old trickle down so one of the things that i get asked a ton people write in is how is it having business partners and what do you guys do to keep from hating each other all the time <laughs> a lot of crack cocaine Which, everybody that's all we do I like think, every business owner i think that's a really relevant question right because yeah. I, I i'm assuming that these are 
coming from people who have business partners that they maybe don't have amazing relationships right. with yeah. or are going to start a business with one or two other parties and are worried about managing that. Yeah, I know that's a story I hear from a lot of people I talk to is like they think they know some, you know, I have a friend who like got into business with somebody that he kind of knew casually and yeah, just even, I mean, sometimes it takes longer, but even when the first three months he like knew it wasn't going to work and it's just like, where do you right. go from there when you're already like at each other or like, or just not aligned right. with where the business is going to go or grow or anything. I mean, the person with the most experience here in that category <laughs> is you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, we don't have to talk about no, it's true. the specifics, but you yeah. have the difference between an aligned group of owners and a misaligned group of owners and maybe some of those things in retrospect being, you know, hindsight 2020, you'll be able to kind of be able to say like, oh yeah, here, there, and here were some of the things that we should have addressed and we didn't maybe. Yeah, totally. One, it mirrors a lot of the stuff that we talk about in sure. hiring employees and the yeah. way the business goes forward, which is you need that values alignment. Yeah. You need to know that you're going into business for the same things, which me and the people that I went into business for prior were not. Right. Yeah. And we never had those conversations. And I was just like, oh, yeah, you seem like cool people. I've worked with you before. I feel like it's fine. Like, yeah. you know what you're doing. Um, I'm sure that's more normal than yeah. not. Yeah. Oh, right? 100%. And I, that, is a, that is a huge thing to clarify, to talk about, especially if you don't know the person well. Really well. Like, me looking back on it again, I would have put in so many fails. Say, I, I probably I wouldn't have done it, obviously, because I know. <laughs> <You'll> found out. <laughs> but yeah. knowing what I know now, it's uh, it would be hard for me to want to go into business with someone with that like casual of a level of like knowing what they're about. Yeah, mm -hmm. you know, because sure. you can know someone for a long time, not really know what they're about. Yeah, you can see people who it looks like they do good work. It looks like they do hard work. But if you don't really know why they're doing that work mm -hmm. or what they're looking to get out of owning a business or being a partner, it's... That could be the problem of the problem. It, it could be bad news. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we put in a lot of time prior talking about what we would like out of business. Well, we are those people anyway, though. Whether we owned one or not, we talked a lot about our philosophies yeah. just as human beings. So that made it easier for us to connect. So we're like, I get that. I get that. Well, there was a lot of that happening before we even ever thought we would start a business together. For sure. So that already yeah. helped push us along the way a little bit. And I think the other the other thing that I learned is that you don't have to start a business. You don't have to start one right now. Yeah, which I think a lot of people, they get so excited. Yeah. And they want to do it right now. And then they kind of just maybe take the first person that they feel like kind of closely mm -hmm. it could work with. Which I think that happened to me because I felt trapped. Like... We were working together, and I the way that I felt was I can't work one more day here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And really, that led to me making some bad decisions that I still regret, and it's like, it's a bummer. But if I would have been able to detach a little bit and right. step back and be like, okay, I'm here. I really dislike it, but can I make it Until. another year? You know what I mean? Yeah, Brittany often wondered that as well. Yeah, but it's hard though. I mean, we did we made our decisions and everything's fine now, so you can't really say like if only. But at the same time, I totally 
she always wondered that. She's like, I wonder if what would have happened if we would wait a year. But at the same time, I'm like, well, if that wouldn't have happened, like so many cool Dune things wouldn't have happened. Yeah. And so many cool, I, you know, like. It's hard to Our look stuff back wouldn't have happened the same guess. way. It's hard in hindsight because when we were first talking, you and I, Jared, you weren't a part of these conversations. Yeah. It was brand new. Yeah. yeah. You were you were there but and we knew barely. you, but you weren't in the, like this conversation, like. We didn't really know what your relationship was with the people at work. Yep. Yeah, like, totally. We're like, oh, cool. Charles works here. He's rad. Like, he's a nice guy. And we were trying to figure this out. But it was through that experience of, I'm like, I can't fucking deal. And like, I, dude, I fucking, I feel so bad for what I did. Like, <laughs> so bad. Like, you have no idea. Oh, I was just like, great. even like after I did, I was like, fuck, I got to tell Jared. This is going to be the yeah. fucking worst day of my entire life. I was I, all just sitting there on the couch. like, okay. I was having like the biggest okay, anxiety cool. attack. Just I'm had like, a baby. Just been abandoned. <laughs> my friend's going to leave me. That's yeah. out. Yeah. And I was just like, oh God, is this even like, I couldn't, in my mind, I was, I was debating like, is this even the, A, even the right thing to do? Right. B, I don't even know if I can live one more day like this. Like, what is life? Like, I'm losing <laughs> it. So intense. But yeah. what I did was I took a bet that seemed like a good bet to take mm-hmm. with like, okay, these people have something that's working. We're going to start something new, mm-hmm. but I know there's some sort of proof of concept. We have like an engine that's running. Yeah. There's right. an engine that's running, and then yeah. we can yeah. take some of that energy and put it into this new thing, and it's it's like plug and play. Right. And I'm like, yeah. I can be getting the fuck out of here right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that was definitely weird. Sometimes you uh, need a drink if you're in the desert, you know what but. I'm saying? <laughs> you come by a water fountain, you're going to take a drink, or you're going to keep walking. But through those struggles... Good high notes. I don't know. I mean, I I look back at that experience and it was gnarly, but I also learned a lot right. yeah. about communicating with other people and mm. about doing what you know is like the right shit to do, even when it feels like the wrong time to do it, even when it feels like the harder thing to do, mm-hmm. even when it feels like a struggle. And I, those are important because yeah. I'd never had those huge lessons like right in front of my face yeah. at one point in t- you know what i mean oh yeah i mean I, i've had hard times but nothing ever like slapped me in the face like that mm-hmm. i think it, it all worked out in the way it should too just because i gained a ton of confidence working with todd and julia too which was great and yeah you know it was like a interesting time for them in their lives and me in my life at the same time so there was a lot of like surrounding life things happening to both of us that it ended up being really like in the long play, epic because mm. like we're closer to them than we ever have been before, for sure. But yeah. in like a really good, good, awesome, healthy way. But at the same time, we all went through a lot of stuff when I was down there, and it both like really strengthened my belief in myself and the abilities that and the knowledge that I had had. Whereas prior, it had kind of been pushed down so far that I was made to believe I didn't know shit. Well, and, you oh go and ahead. as well, just super quick in there. It's like, and then when we very first started, it's like we roasted out of their roastery where oh, you were, sure. which we wouldn't have had and that you know, helped us in a different a podcast situation. Patrick Melroy is the reason we yeah. started a podcast. Yeah. It's weird. How and stuff that all spins. was in Santa Barbara and yeah. we would not have met him. If you maybe not even had a podcast, he took care of us so much. It's amazing mm-hmm. how he saw something that he's like, Oh yeah, he made us happen. You, the podcast. you guys yeah. are going to be good at this. Yeah. From the day we were driving around in circles, 
Yep. We were <laughs> in my Monte Carlo. We were in Jared's Monte, green like 96 Monte Carlo, <laughs> super tight doors. car, driving around because I was like, we should have a podcast. And I had some like shady ass recorder <laughs> and we were just driving around in circles, <laughs> talking <laughs> to each other. And we lapped the block so many times. And Patrick's out there. He's like, what are you guys doing? <laughs> we're like, we're recording a podcast. He's like, you guys are fucking idiots. Come, <laughs> Come to the studio. <laughs> Turns out he has a little podcast label yeah. in the podcast studio. And he really, he really babied us, and he mixed all our stuff, and he he did, he did all of it. He added all the flavor Mm -hmm. that we needed because we had never been in this medium before, so you don't know what to do. Like, yeah, you turn on the microphone, and you're like, oh. And he really led the conversations for those first, you know, for that first six six months. months, Easy, like full on producer. Yeah, Yeah. sit in there and listen to us do this with coffee professionals, Babinski, and all these people. And he always had good additions to the story he always asks really good questions oh, man, he contributed in a major way yeah and he's got a great voice he does have a great voice <laughs> pull string press born pull. for radio he was born for radio he's b- he's born for a lot of things <laughs> he's, actually he's kind of born to run he is definitely born to run and make Ultimate axes Maven, dude. <laughs> he'll do some real burly woodsy shit <laughs> yeah he did build axes he's got an axe build yeah so i mean that all that really there's a lot of stuff that was kind of serendipitous about it is it's funny prophetic bro to watch you because Jared you had come into your own and while you were coming into your own the only place that you'd ever worked was at Verve yeah like for your formidable days so yeah, yeah. getting able to try out some of the things that you thought were possible right. that you believed in and on the whole new cast of characters yeah and kind of like set the dragon loose kind of shit. Yeah. Towards like, these are things that I, I can't do here because no one's really backing them. Right. But, so I don't know if they work. No, yeah. And, and I've been told that they don't. So let's, <laughs> let's, let's see what anyway. happens in real life. It's a huge, yeah. huge test. And they were, I, and I pushed really hard on a lot of those and, and a fair amount of them worked. Some of them didn't. And then some cool things also came out of it. You know, like Julia bit at the idea of trying out the Disney Institute and I think for both them and us, it was a pretty major contributor to just the initial start of like knowing we needed to really put our values in play, make them rock solid, and move forward with like a clear vision and a mission. And because of that, it really helped us kind of just start talking about that together, which I think it's something we maybe all knew, but it just never done. And so it kind of gave us like a, a little bit of a structure. It helped me to articulate some things yes. that I was thinking and like putting some stuff on paper because yeah. it's the feeling that you have about what you know it can be and yeah. sharing it with someone else or communicating that to people is equally as important mm-hmm. as having the idea yeah. because it needs to exist in more places than just inside your head with clarity. Yeah. <laughs> with clarity, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was. It's just a lot of crazy stuff happened for the right reasons. But I think, I mean, what did your friend who? What was their conclusion? Yeah, he, I mean, he's still living it, like, five years later, like, trying to decide, like, you know, should he do something separate and do something separate with his business that he has with his partner, or should he, like, try to find some way to buy him out, or, yeah, I mean, he's still probably is doing the majority of the work without having the majority of, like, the full ownership, doing the full work without the full ownership, so he's still kind of like struggling through and trying to figure out kind of how to disentangle himself from, you know, this person. Wow. 
It's right because it's so much easier to get in than it is to get out. So much easier to get oh, in. Yeah. We talked about like the same with hiring, you know, and yeah, and p- new positions and ideas like that. It's like yeah. until you're 100 percent clear on how they're gonna work, it's way easier to not put them into play than to put them into play and be like, this actually isn't working. <laughs> Sorry about your feelings and your your perceived promotion. Well, yeah, and then you take it to back. like a whole business, and yep. that's like <laughs> and if times infinity. Right. And if you're talking about a business, even if the entry is tricky where you have money up front, you have time up front. Right. Once you put all those things into play, because generally what it looks like for people to start a business is they go all in on something. Yeah. So it's either all your savings, all your assets. Mm -hmm. You know, I leveraged my house as collateral for the loan that we got or whatever and that's most people's experience so to get back out of that especially when it's tied up in other people it's not uh, like you're just like cool i'll take all my stuff back yeah, now right. <laughs> yeah, you lose no. everything. it's just fucking floating around yeah. it's floating around it's, uh, there it's probably already been spent and it's already, already been spent in something and oh yeah i mean when i was trying to get out i was like sick i have no leverage i'm like there's a 60 percent versus 40 percent, which i'm on the wrong end of and i don't know any money to do anything and what i need is a lawyer <laughs> and i can't afford that either <laughs> yeah but, that's so heavy yeah but even with the lawyer the position you're in was tough oh it's shitty it's just the lawyer is basically there to make sure that you can get at least something like you're not screwed over as hard as you can possibly yeah be yeah mm-hmm. depending on how your operating agreement was written right was it even written <laughs> That's another thing. Like, <laughs> yeah. Is the operating agreement even written? I don't even know if we had one. I mean, we had like a basic one. Yeah. That's like, you own 40, I own 40, they own 20. But oftentimes it'll talk about like what happens when like, if when and if the partnership like goes sour, how is it oh, right. dealt with? I can't remember how it was structured. I think it was the one person buys the other person. But then it's it's always so tricky to where it's, how do you make the valuation in a new business to what is this worth? Yeah. Like, what is the payout on this look like? Because. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. Other, I other fun. Keep, like, no, no, it's fine. It's, it's actually good information for people to know, which is another thing that we were struggling with was it's not that things weren't moving, but for the whole year that I was there, we took zero money yeah. out of the business. So there was no, like, absolutely zero paychecks involved, which is a bad idea. <laughs> it's it's totally a bad idea. That's, and like, demoralizing as shit. It's demoralizing. It makes you feel like you're working for nothing yeah. because that's exactly how I felt. But, and you have... Go ahead. I was going to say, but some people feel that's normal. And, like, I've got to, like put in 80 hours a week and I'm not going to get paid for a while, but it's all going to be worth it. Like when this happens and a a lot of people, a lot of people get into that. I, I totally understand the idea behind that, but having lived through it, I disagree with it wholeheartedly because what, one of the things that we talked about and we agreed upon together when we were going into here is if we're not healthy and in good state of mind, nothing else works. Yeah, yeah. And everything true. else fails, and we committed to taking at least as good care of ourselves as we did our employees. Yep. Yeah, because and we almost did that. We <laughs> did, we took better care of them at first, <laughs> right? But but that's fair. We should have. 
And but you're right. We did a good job with ourselves. If we opened this business, if we opened Cat and Cloud and we're mm. like, yeah, we're just going to fucking tough it out and we're not going to take any money for a year, no chance. It's not. There's yeah. too much stress on every aspect of a person's life for it to even... It's just not worth it. It's Outside of the business. It just doesn't yeah. work. And, and, and inside of the both. business. Well, totally. Dude, like, what kind of leader are you? If you come to work and you haven't made any money you're for a year, yeah, you're, you're depressed. depressed. And yeah. no matter what kind of face you're trying to put on, like it's people can see through that shit. Yeah, they'll see that. They're like, something's wrong with Jared. Like, what is going yeah. on? I work for this dude who's not the dude I worked for a year ago. And the way that our business functions, it's... You're just telling yourself a lie. Like, I believe in this thing and like, oh, right. you know, it's, <laughs> it's just not true. No. It's, you're just like I, not I, living the value. You're not you're living. Not living yeah, the that's values, what I'm trying to, that's right? what I'm poorly trying to explain. We are just saying how important and how lucky we are to have started a business with a fairly clear cut direction, values, mission, vision to start with. Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of these people, aside from what you just said, they haven't aligned, but they start a business and they don't even decide. They just start, which is uh, something that happened at my previous place of work. The other thing that I have learned through this situation is that money is something that follows things that are good and follows mm. things that are worthwhile, and mm-hmm. money's not the out-in-front driver. Now, you have to run a business that's sustainable. You have to get things dialed in Sure, with you know, your inputs and your outputs. Like, it has to make sense. But if that is the motivating factor for you, I don't think it works. You'll get bored. Less steam. You'll be less motivated at some point. I would argue that you won't be as good. If you focus just on the money, you will actually make less money. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Good. Because nobody's like... In like uh, inspired by like somebody who's just going after yeah, money, or the here, richest. Right? and it it, just, it puts your head <laughs> like in the Donald wrong Trump place. Somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> if you took something like um, like social media or like YouTube or something, yeah. like, let's say it's like pretty popular to be a YouTuber, and people see all these like really crazy popular YouTubers like Casey Neistat or Peter McKinnon, and they're people are like, I want to be that. So I am going to just go as hard at YouTube as I possibly can and do every little marketing thing that I can to do this. I'm going to like spend time on my Instagram. I'm going to promote my own brand. I'm going to do all these things. But the thing that they're failing to recognize and that they're not seeing in those people is that those people didn't do any of those things. What those people did was focus on making really amazing videos and focused on their craft and the things that they believed in. And the followers followed. It's not like... You know, you're not famous on Instagram or whatever just because you're famous on Instagram. You look at people who have, like, huge followings. It's not because they work the Instagram algorithm to the max. It's because they're doing something else that's really worthwhile, and that's why people want to follow them. And that's the same thing with a business. Is like if you're doing something that's really worthwhile and pouring into these things that you truly believe in and you do it in, in a good enough way... I think the money will come. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I hear that. For, in, as a general rule. The authenticity shows, the yeah. passion shows, and people follow what's real. They don't follow what's repeated and regurgitated. Yeah. And I don't yeah. mean that to seem like... A, the, the caveat to that is like not everyone is going to have a successful business. Yeah. No. Unfortunately. <laughs> I mean, there's, there's stats to back that up. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like 50% fail. And, which is another... 
guess we're on a full-blown tangent. Definitely. But I don't it's know. A good tangent. I'm fucking having a good yeah. time. I don't care. You're having a good time. I'm having a great time. <laughs> There's something about the diversity of the team that you're that you're running with. Oh, yeah. no doubt. That can plug the holes and fill the skills that you don't have. Yeah. Always find your counterparts. Yeah, and just to think about that beforehand, like mm-hmm. what part do you want to play in the business and what skills do you have? And then to really find and search out a way to complement yourself with the skills that you don't have but will need. Yeah, and be honest about it because there's some things that you could do for a little while that you're like okay enough to pull off, but there's some things that you're just not going to be good at. And don't fool yourself and say, no, I could do it all. I'm a business owner. Just don't. <laughs> you know, it's okay. Yeah. If you try, you're going to... You're going to feel terrible when you fail at that versus bringing somebody on to help. What do you think when we get in these little pockets or whatever, what what keeps us from disintegrating and like burning up into this weird little ball of ash? We talk about it with each other, at least at the Friday meeting, if not just holler on the phone. I mean, yeah. I can remember Charles and I having like, an anxiety-filled discussion the night before we were going to sign the papers to buy Captain and Stoker, just talking through yeah, the whole thing. Yeah, that was real. And agreeing on the phone to not buy it and then being like, Chris is chill. That was another thing that's crazy is we have enough confidence in each other that we were like, yeah. we're not even going to tell Chris. We don't need to. We're just going to kill this deal. And we agreed on that after like an hour talk out, whatever, out, I was outside of my house. But yeah, so that was like a call, which we've done multiple times. I mean, I gave Charles a quick call Disneyland. from Disneyland yeah. just to vent some stuff out. And then we all talk at our meetings or just like, you know, like one of us will fall out of the car and be like, hey, dude, I got a thing to say. <laughs> and I'm like, cool, let's go on a drive and hang out. Sick. Yeah, because, you know, yeah, I don't know if people know, like we don't necessarily all like work together in an office like every day right? right it's not like eight hours a day we're with each yeah, other no, we're totally. solid out a yeah. lot and we're trying to work on yeah bringing more communication even amongst us and we do a good job but yeah just, we're trying to take that up even a little bit this year yeah it's just, yeah man one sure, level man. deeper man. question for you that's how true. how does it feel for you in the trio jared and i have known each other for a long time 1992, 2001. So. <laughs> you're, you're more recent. Does yeah. it ever feel strange or, um, n- not to where I like, not in like a negative way. Yeah. I don't think. You know, it's like I definitely recognize that you guys right have like known each other longer, but I feel like I have like my own relationship with each of you that's right. like been developed over the years. So it's like I feel comfortable in my place with like you chris and i feel comfortable in my place with you jared so it's like um yeah i I don't think it's like and then we all three get together and you know just as we did when we were getting to know each other at verve like you know like yeah we'll get together and it'll be comfortable and like yeah we're all weird hang and yeah (laughs) we all have our weird shit so um but i could see that for like if there were like two or you know one or two like really good friends and then somebody else that's maybe like more on the outside yeah and then someone who maybe takes it personally or like gets in their head more about it i think a part of it is just trust like right like that's my biggest personal value is trust and it's like i think we all it's a value for all of us and i think 
just having that trust is like has been super important to me and um yeah i think that's like a big part of it is not yeah but yeah if someone was like oh they're just like out there like with their own jokes and inside jokes and I just, <laughs> i'm on the outside and i i never feel like i'm part of the team <laughs> <laughs> if that's what someone was like constantly thinking it's like dude that's gonna drive you crazy yeah. right yeah for sure but it's like i like the time i get with like each of you yeah. and then all of us together can hang you're pretty yeah everybody's been pretty good about expressing stuff when it comes up yeah you know and making sure that air gets cleared and it's not fucking weird i'm actually really proud of how logical we are in discussion <laughs> when we're talking about things that are really emotional for us yeah i feel like one of our strengths is being able to recognize a better idea or a different point of view that's for sure regardless of where it comes from our group and i'm really excited that we do that yeah 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 we don't like we're all emotional in our own ways but like we can still hear through that emotion like wisdom from other people in this group. And that has for sure been helpful for all of us and better ideas come out because they're amalgamations of all of our shit. And I think with sometimes with people like, and it's like a normal human response, but someone could get like defensive and like hold, you know, and like hold their line firm and not really want to like talk through an issue or Mm -hmm. something. So it's like to have partners where you really can be kind of like blunt and honest and have that communication and not take things personally. Mm -hmm. And like, is super important to like know that about people that you're getting in business. Cause I mean, essentially you're like marrying yes. right. Your business partners and um, yeah. So just having like, just working on that communication and we're getting into the middle springs and together. Y- we're going <laughs> to soak it together. Instagram last night. We're gonna, <laughs> still time to vote for us. <laughs> Cat and cloud. <laughs> Best Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry about it. Don't ever worry about it's it. It's going to be fine. <laughs> yeah. It's the perfect coffee Instagram. Mm. But yeah, I mean, I think that's even part of communication, like that we'll have, you know, working with employees and things like that is like defensiveness and some of those like negative, uh, like communication characteristics right. that some people have and like trying to work through that. Um, yeah, to a place where it's like people are confident, mm-hmm. but they're willing to take feedback and understand it's part of a team. And it's not about me all the time. Not about him, man. It's all about me. <laughs> she likes me for me. She <laughs> likes me <laughs> for me. <laughs> I had to wind. She really does, man. It's a good, it's a good move from the Santa Rita Hills. <laughs> Shout out to Victor, dude. Great dude, to be back. Service number one server. Yeah, he's the man. So we've established that a values alignment is important. With people who you choose to do business with, business <laughs> ability, business many, with. I had one. one I had one Aperol and soda because I'm keeping it super chill. We've established that open and honest communication mm. is really important. And one thing we touched on by talking about our Friday meetings, but didn't really go into it a lot, is that FaceTime is really, really important. Yeah, probably the most important yep. as a leader. The more you can communicate with someone. The mo- I don't know. The more I see both of you, the, the better, better I feel, feel about you. everything because totally. the less, even though I trust both of you, there's still like a little part of me that's just like in my own head sometimes. Yeah. And you're just wondering and you're just like, and it, it could be maybe that nothing happened. It, it could almost be like, man, I got an idea. I'm not sure if Jared and Chuck are going to go for it. 
and you build up this anxiety around even just presenting an idea and then you talk it out because you're for sure it's going to get shut down. Right. And whatever way it goes, just having the conversation is always better. Yeah. I mean, sometimes we don't even talk about anything big and you just feel way better. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. I actually am bummed out on the days when we miss our Friday meetings, which right. is really rare, and yeah. we do a call-in, but it's yeah. not the same. Yeah. Like, being there in person, there's a different level to it. And Way it, better. It's There's some comfort associated with that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Those days are always, like, some of my best days. I get, like, mm-hmm. psyched up in the morning by, like, what we talk about, and then those days are just rad after yeah. that. Yeah. Grind it out. Uh, yeah. <laughs> after that, it's all fucking grind, man. It's all downhill. <laughs> Speaking in the morning with Jaron and Chris. <laughs> now, now I'm sleeping in a dumpster out behind the coffee shop. <laughs> Just kidding. You got a house. He's fine. <laughs> Maybe there's food in the dumpster. Though, but I think, I think carving out that time on a regular basis mm-hmm. is, is super important. Yeah. I do also think that we're lucky too. I guess this is alignment and vision, but we all are on a very similar page in terms of wanting to continue to grow and what we want to provide for and like, believing that we don't really have a ceiling and that we can create a future for ourselves in a lot of different ways. And I think that's kind of been something that's been on the table from the beginning as well, which just allows us to continue to share new ideas and get excited about yeah. different avenues that are possible. And just being open to that from the beginning, even if there's no specific black and white answer for the future, has been helpful, I think, for our creativity. At least mine. I can speak for myself. Yeah. I mean, what would you guys say as advice to someone who is like, man, I opened this business with this person and now we don't really see eye to eye, but we're, we've got a store too. Like what, how do you, yeah, when that person's like, what do I do? The complicated thing is the financials because without knowing what's at stake, it's really hard to say. So if it was, me knowing my mental state and how much that affects you, I would be like, do whatever you can to get the fuck out of there as soon as possible in whatever way you can. Like if you have a little bit of money to get a lawyer and recap some of that, that's fine. But the reality is life is super short. Mm -hmm. And how much longer do you want to be bummed out? Because if you don't, if you take zero action, you're indefinitely bummed Bummed out there and if said person has a certain level of skill there's likely that they'll be able to rebound in some positive way right caveat is my wife works i work we don't have kids yeah i don't have anyone to support totally if if it was sure if it was me i could drop out of that thing and we could like start a new we could start a new we could live off what my wife makes like i don't have a mouth to feed you know i gotta yeah. feed the cat and that's it <laughs> so i i totally understand that i gotta feed the cat you know what i'm saying why must i chase the cat i don't know why <laughs> but it it just it depends yeah, but i still like situation. even with all of those things it's it's too gnarly. I mean, you dove into like a pretty uncertain situation. <laughs> <laughs> Me? You know what I mean? Homeless? Travel the world? I just, it's cheaper to live off the government than it is to try to work. <laughs> that is not the truth. <laughs> but no. I guess it's, what Jeez. is your happiness worth to you? Yeah, and, yeah. and if in some honest reflection, is there an alternate reality where you can create more happiness for yourself? And if there's not, how can you put in a plan and play to maybe salvage something that feels like it's unsalvageable. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's going to come down to like a hard communication, a hard line talk, come to Jesus moment for the person who works with whomever. But also, just back on your other point, I do think I'm a pretty big believer that no matter what, if you have a good skill set and something to believe in that you feel like you could succeed at, that you could probably almost always rebound from any anything. I mean, just because I was there literally living off government assistance on all levels. It was like, I knew what we were going to do was going to work. And so if you're the kind of person who's ambitious enough to pursue your dream with the right people, I mean, you can, you can literally get to at least my level and do it. (laughs) I had two kids and a wife. It was not easy. And there was a lot of support. Again, there's caveats there. There was grandparents and then random friends who let us stay there for a month. And then we made it happen though. It was crazy. I mean, it was definitely help yeah. from you guys being willing to go into business and start the process. But I just, I when I think about things like that, it's very I, stressful. I always think about way, way down the road. So let's yes, say, me too. Yeah. Let's uh, assuming nothing tragic happens. Yep. Let's say you're thirty. You're going to be fifty. You're going to be sixty. Right. <laughs> you're working in this thing that feels like it's killing you. Is do you want that to be the rest of your life? Yeah. Right. Or can you fucking go peel out somehow, expect to be as low as you've ever yeah. been in your entire life, knowing that you're going to come out of that yeah, and it's like going to be fine. Yeah. Like Live in the KOA. Like you're going to go in the funk and that's just how it's going to be. But I mean, look at what we've built in just over two years. Yeah. I don't, we're it's a proud. Of it. It's yeah, amazing. We I'm super proud of it. It's, it's a big, it's a big deal to me. Like I'm really, really proud of the business that we've built together. Same. And I, it just didn't exist two years ago. Right. And that's just a, that's a really, really small chunk of time. If some person's like, cool, I'm fucking out of here. I'm going to be poor for one year, figure out how to raise funds the next year. And then maybe in four or five years, I can build something that I'm insanely proud of that I would love to have for the rest of my life. And that can be your everything until you're, dead yeah right i don't know which is yeah it's a long time it's it's short but it's you have to live in your own zone every day yeah i mean it's easy to be too afraid to pull the trigger oh i get it because you want the easiest way out mentally always your brain is just like well i should just stay here because this is what i got and this is what i do and this is it's easier than the other thing which is way more dangerous and survival brain kicks in there's you got to override that for your belief yeah yeah i mean i think it all ties back into just kind of like where we started with like taking some time to like plan your year and focus and sure. see what you really want to accomplish. And you know, it can be applied to all kinds of different situations. Right. Like, what do I want my life to look like in the next few years? Well, yeah. it's not this. So, <laughs> let's, yeah. so let make me a change, hone in right? on what's going to happen here. And I, I think another thing that I would have done if I was looking back on it is when I was so dissatisfied, I kept a lot of stuff to myself. I definitely would have talked to more people mm. yeah. about my position, about the things I believed in and about my dreams because I'm kind of a private person by nature. I always assume that people don't want to be bothered with the shit that you're thinking of. People got their own stuff going on. But I've actually found the opposite is that if you, which is something you're good about, Jared, you're like yeah. just talking about stuff like, preaching about it, you right. will find people <coughs> that believe the same things that you believe mm, in the yeah. most unlikely and weird places. Yeah. Then they're the best people. And they're, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you might find some <laughs> hidden gems that are like really cool values alignment so, to help yeah. you break out of whatever funk that you're in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I totally feel that. That's happened 
to all of us, guaranteed, yeah. in so many different ways. And from people that are not just at this table in this podcast either, which is fun. I, uh, you know what I'm thinking about? Hot tub time machine. Yeah, I started it, and then we have to. So we're staying at <laughs> yeah, the Sycamore yeah. Mineral Springs, <laughs> which is epic. If you all don't know, there's our shout out. Uh, you should try this place out because they have in-house hot spring tubs that you fill out yourself. Email. Email Charles, <laughs> yeah. who's the manager. Yeah, he just gave us his card. <laughs> Tell after. him that the boys from Cat and Cloud <laughs> uh-huh. are looking to be uh, affiliated. Mm-hmm. We might want some free rooms. And then also <laughs> tell him that we noticed that he prejudged us as hikers <laughs> until we told him that we were staying here. And then he backtracked big time and gave us his card. He thought we were <laughs> vagrants for just, you, just wandering the property. <laughs> you judged us. <laughs> some fucking asshole in a suit with a tie. Yeah. We're never getting a deal here now. <laughs> yeah. I still recommend coming here, <laughs> no. but Charles, you need to fucking go to school to figure that shit out, dude. You, you need to go to some down. Cat and Cloud Management Academy. Yeah, <laughs> and you know what? It's even <laughs> the funnier. Leadership Academy. <laughs> he engaged us. He started the conversation. We were just walking by. He goes, you guys looking for the hiking trails? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you guys hiking? Like, actually, hiking we're out of here? And then he, out of my property? <laughs> he literally was like, oh, you're oh, guests. Yeah, guests here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I'm the general man. <laughs> oh, I'm fucking sorry. <laughs> Anything you need. Just <laughs> This is just, my email. I'm like, totally. What's your business? Where do you for, live? For where sure. going to email the general manager. Wow. Oh, you own a business too? Sounds like you care a lot about me right before this. You're just like, my value is elevating before your eyes. <laughs> Look at all those dollar signs. You, you can finally see me here. as a real person. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Now that you know That's I'm spending I... money at your establishment. Yeah, well, just... he's just a general manager. It's not your establishment, buddy. I mean, he's, he's high. It's, We're it's just high dissing on him. I'm kidding. I don't know who he is. <laughs> I don't know who he is either. We should have asked him what his number one value is. Oh. Go back and listen to our podcast and tell us. You Charles. could learn something here, He's going to find out later. Somebody's going to tell him, be like, hey, those guys. I'm excited about these, what are, what we should, can't share. Should be, should be quarterly mm, yeah. owner retreats. Yeah. I am too. It, it was really not eye opening, but just, it was energizing. It was very, yeah. it was super energizing for me. And there's, there's more to come. And I, we should commit to doing more stuff like this because it's, it's yeah, fun, and it's like I know everybody. You like never feel like you have the time. You know, you're like, oh, I gotta be here right. every day. Like, there's so much to do. But yeah, just once you do like step out, and and the time that you're able to spend doing that is so valuable. So valuable. Yeah, hundred percent agree. Get out there and make something. Get out, <laughs> get out there. And, get out there and do something. But no, I'm. Yeah. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being thank here. You. Thank thanks, us. Thanks everybody. Thank the Chuck Jack Coffee co- Podcast. Chuck, Chuck Jack Coffee <laughs> Podcast. I only had a half a glass of a rosé sparkling. <laughs> yeah. Sparkling rosé. Chuck sparkling rosé. <laughs> We're looking it was forward delicious. to like blazing into 2019 like a bunch of fucking champs and. Yeah. Fucking hype, dude. We got, we got plans. Mm-hmm. We got plans, mm-hmm. so we're not going to tell you now, but in we will face. tell you at another time. <laughs> in your Charles. face, everyone. <laughs> and Charles. Have Charles. a good week, everybody. Yeah, man. Bye. We'll be in the hot tub. The Cat and Cloud Coffee Podcast is brought to you by Wilbur Curtis. They make coffee brewers. Ever heard of them? If you haven't, you should. They're an awesome family-owned company. They're here in California. They power their facility with solar power, which I hear that's like a new hot thing that progressive people do. The best thing about Curtis, in my humble opinion, is the turnaround time on the brewers. 
They have a 24-hour turnaround. It's phenomenal. If you've ever ordered a brewer for a wholesale client from someone else and waited and waited and waited for it to come in, you know how frustrating that is. So being able to get the brewer next day like that is absolutely amazing. Shout out to you, Wilbur Curtis. Their customer service is phenomenal. And they just care. They care about you. They care about me. And I care about them. And that's why Cat Club Podcast is brought to you by Wilbur Curtis. Carol. 843. Carol. Hopefully you heard me at all. No Cat and Cloud Coffee Podcast has ever been edited. Silky smooth. Falsetto. You've got a great voice. I'm going to be deep bass. Deep, deep bass. My value is elevating before your eyes. Shoot first. Ask for forgiveness later. That's good. We're good here. We're good here. We're good here. You guys looking for the hiking trails? (laughs) 